Anybody? I had so we had a week off last week, and so I again forgot how to record. Oh, you forgot how to record. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how to talk. I forgot how to do the whole. Oh, you for uh, yeah, the host. Yeah, forgot I how forgot. To host. How, yeah, exactly. You get it. I think. Well, yeah. I'm actually when I get back in the classroom next mm-hmm. fall if i get back in the I classroom, gonna say, i'm gonna forget yeah <laughs> like, how am i supposed to talk to you all <laughs> yeah hmm. 20 of you in a room Ooh. Ooh. uh hi i'm ashley and i'm emily and here's and the thing, here's the thing. podcast where we try things for the first time but this season during quarantine quarantine we are having special guests friends um family <laughs> <laughs> join us on the podcast we're talking about quarantine life and having conversations that make us uncomfortable and uh, with us this week is the man who introduced the idea to truly us truly started it all truly started it all back it in march i don't know if you get you knew that deuce here's the thing <laughs> are you guys trying to cue me there yeah here's the thing i'm deuce i don't know if i started this whole thing but i had a conversation in a good old coffee shop with these two lovely ladies mm-hmm. uh, i don't like coffee so you don't find me there often so it's truly a special event very 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 um, international women's day yeah, I support. I support that though. You'll find me there. <laughs> Not I'm coffee. supporting women. Uh, Very good. Yes, that's me. That's Deuce. Deuce is a high school teacher. Yep. A native Iowan. Kind of. I've kind of been all over the place. So you guys probably don't know that. I was born in Texas, actually. Oh, well, there for native. about three no. years. Never mind. Does that make me a native <laughs> Texan? I don't know. Then we moved to Minnesota for about till I was in sixth grade and back to I- and then Iowa high school college and yeah ah. so I guess wherever you want to say my nativeness is uh deuces from the world yes. <laughs> from around yep agree. anything you have to introduce yourself with about for uh that's about it I'm in Oregon now I love Oregon uh a native Oregon some friends mm. and building a community but yeah, I teach high school math. I coach sports, which is fun most just, of the time. Just sports in general. Yeah, sports, soccer, and wrestling. I was gonna say, oh. Yoni and Ken, our Emily's brother can relate over those. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a community where you never really forget your roots. So wrestling's mm-hmm. been a big part of my life. Uh, passionate about you know teaching, coaching, and planning a church those are big things that i'm super passionate about beautiful see how's life post covid during post, covid post. not really post sorry yeah it's still how's life raging. Still very live <laughs> how's life big after how's life how's life since how's March? life life you know life's been good mm-hmm. i think 
This is kind of fun, right? Because weren't you going to, like, go home to Iowa for spring break, and then yes. COVID happened, and yes. you just stayed in <laughs> Iowa? Yeah, so my boy Nate was on the show. Some of you might know. If you haven't heard that one, you need to listen to that. Absolutely. Nate's the man. Uh, but, yeah, we were planning a trip to go back to the Midwest to go watch the wrestling championships. Mm-hmm. Um, then that got canceled. Mm-hmm. I still went to the back to the midwest to go hang out with family and then everything just kept getting canceled so i stayed there from march 15th till i just got back so june 16th yeah three four months Mm -hmm. how was that that was it's fun being back with family but it's also tough because you know you're adapting to their way of life i'm kind of a nomad i like to do my own stuff Mm -hmm. yeah and be like all right today i want to go hang out today do this podcast today whatever like i no limits you know yeah and they're a little protective sometimes so i didn't go out like at all during the whole covid quarantine no recording podcasts no i did huh yeah i have my own podcast yeah plug it tell us about it oh no no plug because we've (laughs) been kind of dormant for the past three weeks but i've been doing an online podcast with the head football coach at my school Mm -hmm. and we're trying to essentially destigmatize the separation between sports Mm -hmm. and get more people involved so it's like usually there's a battle between boy soccer and girl soccer like they just Mm -hmm. clash a little bit like Mm -hmm. oh girls can't play soccer like boys don't know this or whatever boys get everything and so we want to try to mend that and break all those barriers or like basketball and wrestlers you know they're Mm -hmm. like oh you're a basketball player like you whatever all the stereotypes and stigmas that come in between sports we want to make it more of a community Mm -hmm. Uh, so we started this podcast where we just bring in athletes and coaches to talk about their sports and just make people more aware because awareness is key yeah so is this like just for Albany High School, or is it? Yeah, we're starting small. I start somewhere. <laughs> no, so that's just so fun. Albany High School, and wanna hopefully reach out more. Mm-hmm. COVID's thrown some wrenches. Yeah. You knew the word I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm very clever. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's so fun. I think it's fun to have like. I think it would be fun if Oakland High School had like an Oakland They're podcast. On. You can tell Ian to start one. Mm. He doesn't have to. I just think that's a fun idea that yeah, you're doing. It's, yeah, it's unique for sure, um, and it's been fun. But we did all the like, it was all through Google Meets, and there's a lot of production stuff. Yeah, that I kind of got myself in a rabbit hole because I was like, I'm not gonna just post junk. I might as well take some time. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, very nice. How's yeah. the process been of starting a podcast? The start was tough. You know, you mm-hmm. make these mistakes, and you're like. Well, yeah. I just spent an hour, like, trying yeah. to put it all together. Uh, yeah. And That's relatable. You're like, I, <laughs> and I'm now not I'm gonna... missing audio from half of everybody. Okay, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's hard to piece it. But it's been fun to troubleshoot. And then you find things that are more efficient. And yeah. you learn about your speaking skills more. Yeah. And, you know, relate to people, like, every day. So my co-host is, uh, his name's Jeff Luber. We just, like, build a relationship, like, more and more each time we do a podcast. Like, I'm sure that's, like, you and Emily, you know, Ashley and Emily. Like, you just feel like you guys connect to a different level, like, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Especially since it's, like, you two having a conversation with one person. You're like, okay, how do we vibe? How do we 
you know, huddle your way to each other and, and feed, like, okay, like, this is where Ashley's gonna say something, or this is where Emily's gonna make a joke, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel the connection. So that's yeah. what I have with, like, Jeff Luber, and it's been awesome. Uh, our friendship's grown a lot through it, and he's, like, it's also really weird. You guys probably know, but just, like, having friends in different, like, stages of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, like, 40 and kids <laughs> yeah. and wife and yeah. house, and nothing's wrong with that, but I'm young. <laughs> I won't say my age on podcasts, yeah. but you know how old I am. Um, <laughs> just because students, yeah, they always ask me that. But, yeah, it's just different <laughs> stages of life, and so to have a connection with him is awesome. Yeah, yeah that's really neat. Yes, mm. very much so. Do you not... Do you not like to tell your students a lot about your personal life? No, anything but my age, and it's mainly, anything but your age. Basically, wow. it's just like a little they gimmick. Respect you. It's or, a little gimmick. Uh, you're like, well, I don't know, how old am I? Yep, yep, exactly. And they have to guess, and then it's like they never let it go, which is so weird. But yeah, I'm open yeah. about about a lot of things with my students. Mm-hmm. They ask. It's not like I'm gonna go out of my way to like tell parts of my life that's like unnecessary quote because of the professional boundaries and stuff right. but if they like were to ask me for like advice or like you know tell me a story when this happened like I'm pretty open about all those things mm-hmm. so it's not that I don't I wouldn't tell them my age but it's like again <laughs> yeah it's like the joke aspect and yeah keeps them on their seat I'm gonna say you have some people guess like you know are you like 50 or oh not that old <laughs> huh they say they say like I think the oldest I've gotten was, like, 34. Mm. Yeah, and the so youngest he, was 18. So he's not 34, guys, and he's not 18. That's funny. Uh, we have a little window now for those listening. None of my students are probably listening. <laughs> yeah. but... My math teacher, my high school math teacher, wouldn't tell us his birthday. And it, we, so for four years, party, I tried to guess. Oh, right. And I still don't know it. But he would, he's convinced us for a while. It was on, like, January 29th. So it, like... Oh, wasn't a real day. Or 28th, oh, yeah. whatever the fake day is. The one that mm-hmm. happens February. only every four years. Oh, February 29th. February 29th. What did I say? January. January. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So that he, so he would tell us that he was actually, like, only... 12. 12. Yeah. Which we thought was hilarious. That's fun. That's the premise of Pirates of Penzance. Truly. Very true. A big part of the age thing, too, is, like, some of the students, like, actually get it right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like sure if you want to believe that <laughs> and and then they like it's fun seeing them struggle with mm-hmm. like second guessing themselves you mm-hmm. know it's like you know i'm not gonna tell you why do you keep asking and yeah <laughs> questioning so yeah it's a little thing pretty fun they even ask other teachers Ooh. my age do uh, the teachers say sometimes uh you got you, get you can't trust on. them. Yeah, you gotta start putting fake birthdays out there for <laughs> your coworkers. Yes, yep. Mm. It's a mystery. The key. You can stay an enigma forever. Very true. Uh, how many... Are you the oldest sibling? How many siblings do you yes, have? Yes, it's a great question. I'm the oldest of six. Ooh. Okay, so my... It's my mom and dad had me, my second oldest younger brother which is, he's uh, 23, okay, and then my sister, who's 19, so us three have the same moms and dads, 
then my brother Donovan, who has the same mom, different dad, 13. And then I have a another mom, dad, same mom. We all have the same moms, uh, the first five I talked about. She's four, mm. so she's a little one. Mm. me. Yep, and then my dad just had a kid two years ago with a Whoa. different mom, so mm. that makes me the oldest of six. Ah, yep. that's a huge age gap. Yeah, yep, I'm, you know, beep that out. <laughs> just add a beep in there. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, uh-huh. And she's two, so <laughs> do the math there. Yeah. <laughs> About 30 years. That's, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. About 50 years between us. <laughs> Truly insane. <laughs> that's crazy that, like, thinking about your dad then, like, being committed to, like, raising children. Because, mm-hmm. like, you still got, like, For forever. 16 more years on that kid. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, one. at least. Um, yeah. So that that is an interesting dynamic to see. Mm-hmm. My dad's getting older, so, like, right. he can't do as much. Like, he... Mm-hmm. I've kind of constituted to, like, the point of when you get old where you need to take multiple naps. To, like, <laughs> maybe that's unfair of me. But that I'm feels like, unfair. I don't want to be that person. That's fair. I have been taking naps, though. I was usually against it. Mm-hmm. Why were you against it? Just because I felt like it was a waste of my day. I can see that, but if you're really tired, won't you be more efficient? What well, if sometimes you, you wake up from a nap and you're more tired. Just take those power naps, those, like, 30, 15-minute naps. I think power naps are kind of a... Don't say Overrated. Uh, or myth. No. <laughs> Could be. Call me a myth then. Um, I mean, if it works for you, then I can't knock it. Thank you. Uh, this is a, a little special because we actually have one of your siblings in the room, but... I do. <laughs> Who's the favorite child in your family? Favorite child? Yeah. Definitely the younger ones. Mm. Classic. The two babies by your mom or by your dad, or both. Both. Like my mom favors her youngest, and my dad <laughs> favors her youngest. Mm. Type deal. Not the opposite. <laughs> In a way, though, like I guess favoritism. I don't know. That's kind of like a multifaceted word. Yeah. Because and there's like dynamics to it. Yeah. Like. Like this is my. Well, how do you classify favorite? You know, my students always ask me the same stuff. Like, uh, I mean, there's some kids I have better relationships with. There's some kids that. I could be spend around all day, but like, yeah, I have favorites. Just like my, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think I my guess... parents would like to be around me the most because mm-hmm. I'm older and more mature, and I can actually have conversations with them. Yeah, and that two year old is so needy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but they would like do you. anything for the two year old. True. So does that make her the favorite? Kind of. I was thinking about that because I figured you guys would ask me that question. Okay, if you guys were like, mm, no, it yeah, is hard. Put me in a scenario. It's hard because you guys are all like so far apart. But let's just say the three oldest. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's maybe a good Donovan question. too, because maybe yeah, he's he's older. Yeah, older. Um, if you were to like, I don't know, ask your mom. What's something you ask your mom for? Can I hang out with my friends? 
No, hey mom. Hey mom. Friends. Hey mom. Well, mom's never gonna say no to that. <laughs> hey mom. Hey mom. Do you I actually had to ask your permission to film this right here. <laughs> like, oh, Ashley and Emily. <laughs> hey mom, so. do you want to go on a road trip to Chicago with me? Who would she say yes to? Who would, Who she, would say- she most like most want to go with? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, Chicago. Let's see. <laughs> My brother's already been there. Like, I guess impulsively. Uh huh. She choose me. Yes, okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm, interesting. interesting. I wonder who the favorite is. No. Well, my mom, it's a little different my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, there's levels to that. But mm-hmm. surface level, tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. I, I'm i like the planner of my family. So she uh, would know that like the trip is going to be like... On you. Yeah, like, you know, mm-hmm. like I'd probably pay for it all. I would plan it. Mm-hmm. Like the other siblings... They will end up making more money than me eventually, but like right now, I'm in a stage of life where I can support my family like that. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, "Okay, sounds good." She knows I've already planned trips like that before, and I've driven that dis like a long distance, mm-hmm. you know, before. Mm-hmm. And so she would, I think, she'd feel more safe. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think she would enjoy like the time more than the other siblings. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, instinct, she'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm going with Deuce because yeah. of the surface level things. Sure. Mm-hmm. But she probably wouldn't, maybe, would enjoy herself more because she has to take care of less. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. I know my sister, who's 19, she's great to be around, but she would not be able to plan that super well. <laughs> so my mom would basically be, like, have to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's okay, Deja. I know you'll probably listen to this, but I love you. <laughs> and you'll get better at planning, maybe. That's coming from Ashley. She's great at things, so I'll take her advice seriously. <laughs> Not great at planning, though, so. <laughs> um, but I'm still working on it, so. Maybe when I'm Deuce's age, 30-something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be better at planning. Maybe. All the time. But yeah. <laughs> Sometimes also. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was under that umbrella. Uh-huh. <laughs> We've been debating lately if Ashley is manipulative or not. Because... I mean, somehow I did end up on this podcast <laughs> in your room. Not manipulation. I just asked you and you said yes. Well, I would never suggest that she's... Yeah, but she started asking like two months ago so i think it was a long con <laughs> no and you said yes two months ago we just wanted to have you in person it's easier to say yes than no science <laughs> so i'm manipulating by asking you by inviting you i don't know she's getting a little defensive Emma. i'm manipulating <laughs> you is. right now because <laughs> well, i never suggested that she was manipulative she just I has told been myself. asking you me told that yourself. a lot and so i'm like well if you think you're manipulating people then yeah you're manipulating them it could be it could also be an insecurity yeah that surfaces like what would you say she like insecure about 
like asking people things and then she's like oh, man, I guess I don't know the like, deeper mind. psychology behind <laughs> it but I know like sometimes when I get insecure mm-hmm. I'm like I ask myself and then I ask other people like is this true about me oh. and then you kind of manifest it a little bit yeah <laughs> interesting oh, yeah no. because when she she'll do stuff and I'll be like I don't know was that manipulation and then she's and then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know either. Huh. I guess it I guess it doesn't depend on what you guys think though. It depends on what the other person thinks. The person's thinks. feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's like if my intent isn't to manipulate someone, is it still manipulation and I feel like it still is if the other person. And that feels is like actually That's a big line too though cuz like you know, they always talk about intent and impact. Like, okay, you didn't intend to, we'll use manipulation to manipulate, but if they felt it, it's still still your, it's still Ashley's problem to deal with. It's not on me. The other person has to tell me if they're being manipulated. It's both. Yes. Please help Ashley out on her manipulation. (laughs) Uh, Call her out. Let her know how you feel in any, actually to the world, in any situation, if you're feeling I guess, mistreated, you mm-hmm. should try to speak out a little bit. But then there's that line, you know? Yeah. Like, is it is it their person's, you know, is it their responsibility to speak out? Okay. True. So, that's, that's how do I, I know what they're feeling if they don't tell me? That's true. My mother, my brother, and I, the three of us, all manipulate, like, our, our family members. Like, you could ask my dad and my sister, and they'd be like, yeah, those three do it. Oh, no. But I know that. I try not to. But sometimes I'm like, no, I want the person. I want my mom to do this thing. And so I'm going to take these actions. And she wouldn't do it if I didn't do it otherwise. But recently, we've all gotten really good at being like, you're manipulating me. I'm not doing it. Uh-huh. And then it just shuts it down. And it's so annoying and frustrating. Uh, that is. How do you just not. How do you do something without manipulating someone then? Just like talk to them. Then you just have to talk to them. That you're. So I think it's healthy. I think it's a good thing that it's happening. (laughs) There's probably some good forms of manipulation out there. I think there is. (laughs) Of like... It all depends on how (laughs) the person feels about it. Okay, but what if you're like, (laughs) hey, do you want to go to a show tomorrow? I don't pretend this isn't COVID and we could go to a show. Yes. And then... Ashley was like, no, I'm going to be busy tomorrow, but I really want to go to the show, and I know that she'll have fun at the show. So then I, like, am like, oh, but are you really that busy? And I basically talk her into it. Like, that's good, oh, right? Yeah. Because that's we have like fun. A, that's like and a then, positive peer pressure And then she has fun. Asterix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah. Because sometimes you need, like, encouragement. Yeah. It's true. Uh, but if I was really busy and you were like, please, Ashley, and then I don't know how to say no. But you also uh-huh. have to trust Emily as a friend in this situation, too, uh-huh. to actually know your schedule, you know? Like, uh-huh. she's not... If, if you have, like, you know, serious job really, stuff lined up, and she then really she still wants to watch this movie. Actually, we're not going to be friends anymore after this, just in case that happens. <laughs> I'm scared. In case, it won't happen. Not yeah, during no COVID. movies, <laughs> no shows to watch. So you got at least a few months. Ah, uh, there it is. Um. Okay, Deuce. What makes you uncomfortable? I don't think I talked to Ashley about this. I feel like I'm not that uncomfortable about things. So I gave Ashley the permission to ask me anything. 
and make me uncomfortable. Try to. <laughs> you hear that, Emily? No permission for you. No, Emily, you have permission as well. Okay. You hear that, Emily? Actually... <laughs> and that's consent, and I'm permission. glad. Okay. Yeah, uh, consent. So I signed it's... a waiver if you guys <laughs> needed something <laughs> in the air. Um, today, today was the first time that church was back in a place. Uh, it was like insanely social distance. It wasn't on Zoom, is what she means. Yeah. At the branch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. I and, didn't know that. And so the Rosses were all the way in the back right corner where they usually sit. Yeah, and, they all sit there. Uh huh. Yeah, but the seats were like taped off, so really, like someone was looking out for them and gave them that spot. Because we got placed not we, where we normally sit. No, we were all the way in the. So front. they sat there even though they weren't supposed to, and then you guys got placed. No, they were placed. We oh. all got, like, seated. We got ushered. Oh, nice. Kind of cool. So, we were all the way in the very front row, all okay. the way to the left. <laughs> Truly almost as far away as possible from them, but we still yelled to talk to them across the way. We went. Okay. Nate actually said, so deuce on the pod <laughs> across the theater. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> and then we were oh, like, yes, but what makes deuce uncomfortable? Yes, please ask him. That's great. Uh-huh. You gotta pick Do one of my research. best friends. Exactly. And so, can you guess what he said? Family. Huh? Did he say family? He didn't. No, uh, but does like, that we make just you reached, uncomfortable? <laughs> we just reached into No, it. it's like probably the one thing that I just don't talk about the most. Mm, so I, I figured he'd... What'd he say? He said... Here's the thing. I don't think it's that you're uncomfortable talking about it. Oh my goodness. What is it? <laughs> he said the suspense. <laughs> it's a podcast trick from the host. Yeah, I was any say. future future. Uh... If we stay quiet, he's just gonna say yeah. everything that makes him uncomfortable. <laughs> Family relationships. <laughs> he said, "Quote white people shows." Oh, you don't like watching The Office. It I doesn't guess? make me uncomfortable, <laughs> Nate. Why would you do me like this, bro? <laughs> It's alright, I'm coming over to your house in like a couple hours. It doesn't make me uncomfortable, but yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, I don't like to watch The Office. Do you just think it's not funny? Yeah, I don't think it's funny, and I think it's geared towards white people mm-hmm. humor. Mm-hmm. In the sense that most of the cast is like white, you mm-hmm. know? So that, that interaction is a little bit different. And it's for... A majority of people of color especially from my upbringing that like i never envisioned the office life because it was like not a reality for me or my family or anything mm-hmm. so like one it kind of turns me off like that but also yeah just the humor mm-hmm. nate and becca love those types of shows which is not a bad thing mm-hmm. but he's always like oh you want to watch this and I'm like no mm-hmm. <laughs> it just doesn't humor me it's just not you know, and they have great, they have great uh, actors in there, like, whatever, but. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. there a show that you can think of that you're like, oh, that is funny, that is. Funny? Oh. Nothing is funny. I don't really watch a lot of funny shows. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think, I don't watch TV that much. That's okay. That's Kind a of flex. a caveman. Uh. Not a flex. Just a caveman. <laughs> I don't think I've watched like anything super funny. Like, do you think things shows. are funny? Yeah. What do you think's funny in life? In life, not a TV. Nate show. Ross. Yeah, he's a pretty funny guy. Agreed. Yeah. True. And it's not all like white people jokes. Mm-hmm. Quotes. 
Mm-hmm. So that's why he's great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Actually, no shows that like come to mind. But I like there's this movie or there's like series. His name's Tyler Perry. He makes a bunch of series of like. Mm-hmm. He's an African American where he directs his own and casts his own stuff and. He casts those, himself as every character. He does. Yep. And <laughs> it's just it's got more like culture to it and like that humor is a little bit more funny I guess I would say than like The Office or like Parks and Rec or insert that show. <laughs> Can I tell you my the only thing I know about Tyler Perry? Please. <laughs> it's from The Whitest Man Alive, John Mulaney. He has this like joke of I don't know he's like, oh like in my free time when I'm not trying to figure out what Tyler Perry really does and then he like tells a joke but I don't know what Tyler Perry does now I do oh but he said that joke before and I'm like huh Wonder got who Tyler it Perry okay is. it makes sense <laughs> because he does everything mm-hmm. it's oh true. okay he like Fine. yeah from top to bottom yeah does uh truly plays every character wow you guys kind of yeah, I don't watch a lot of, like, humorous stuff. Do you think... Kind of makes me sad. I was yeah. gonna say, you don't think things are... Like, I guess you have regular humor in your life. And, and yeah, stories I think of, it's like, more natural. Interacting with, like, students and yeah, yeah. friends and things like that. Yeah, I would say that's more. And, like, my family. Like, my cousin Oakley's, like, the funniest guy on this world. He's so funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so weird, like, just so random. But he'll, like... You know, do impersonations to accents to, you know, weird jokes and like mm-hmm. he's just so comfortable with himself. It's awesome. That's so funny. Or like he'll just do like weird dances and motions like mm-hmm. out of random mm-hmm. that you're like, what really is he doing? But, Quality. So. Do, okay, do you want to guess the other thing that Nate said? Nate said, ah. I can't believe he said white per- people shows. <laughs> I don't even know what he would have said now. So I was like, he just wanted to hear my thoughts on it. Truly, I, I guess. He, yeah, he baited you. He was like, he was like, man, I wonder why Deuce never watches The Office with me. I want them to talk about it on the record. <laughs> yeah, to hear now. I think so. Well, mm. there you go, Nate. You could have just asked me. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, I was waiting to see if you were gonna like spit another one no, out. No, 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 he said ladies make you uncomfortable. Ladies? Yeah. Like how? So he had to expand on that one. There's no way he let you dry like that. Yeah. What did he say? He uh, said, like, uh, when we sit down, he said first thing out of the gate should have been, "Hey, are you single?" Oh. Yeah. I would have said yes. <laughs> then what? <laughs> then the podcast is over. Thanks for listening. O M G. Yeah, relationships, like talking about relationships and things. I think uh, I'm not uncomfortable. I, it goes back to actually what the the question is. Like, I don't talk about it much because no one asks. And I and it's like, that's okay, you know. It's not something that I'm like, oh, I need to tell everyone about this. But mm-hmm. if they ask, then you have it. I think he wants to hear. Yeah, see, Nate played you guys because he wants to hear Whoa. me talk about it more he wants a, he wants a pseudo th- like okay i want to hear deuce's thoughts while he's talking to ashley and emily oh, so i don't man. have to ask him directly but Nate, nate's pretty good at that he's just having fun he's manipulating the manipulation uh you'll find some audio to throw in there maybe anyways Ding. uh yeah i'm single do we 
I don't know. I feel like we have to have more questions. Than... Yeah, what do you That's want so... to know? I can't believe that we asked your, like, best friend that we could get into contact with and both came up as not uncomfortable. <laughs> no, yeah, that's whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there is, like, I feel that I can talk about any, I guess, political uh, issue, which is usually things that make people uncomfortable mm-hmm. or, like, relationships sometimes make people uncomfortable mm-hmm. we can talk about that yeah what do you want to talk about <laughs> what are you talking about what you're uncomfortable talking about i don't understand literally almost anything makes me uncomfortable so like how i guess how do you how did you get to the place where you are pretty comfortable with anything mm, that's a good question you know when i was younger a lot younger uh-huh. so old like yeah. 40 years ago at, yeah, yeah. at least <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i i would be kind of uncomfortable because the relationship i had with my parents we didn't talk about a lot of things and yeah. I, even my siblings we didn't talk about a lot of things at home so i was like okay everything's hidden like this is just the way of life so why should i go tell some random person at school mm-hmm. or some friend that i've known for a couple months about my life yeah because that wasn't the norm you know, but then I figured as I got matured, as I became a believer, um, I learned like sharing your story is actually super beneficial to people, mm-hmm. like regardless of how, you know, like uncomfortable it made me like at first when I was learning this, it was beneficial, you know, to talk about, you know, political issues, to talk about like my family's rough upbringing, to talk about relationships was going to benefit the person who was hearing it as long as they were interested in hearing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, like, it's going to benefit others, and it benefits me too because, you know, sharing and being transparent is, you know, if I talk to you about a problem I'm having in my life, mm-hmm. it's going to hold me accountable for that problem. Mm-hmm. Or if I share with you, Emily, like, you know, my secrets, like, it builds trust in me. It builds vulnerability like all these things that it builds in me for that slight feeling of uncomfortableness was like Mm -hmm. way worth it like it outweighed it so then i like all of a sudden eventually it's just like okay there's no nothing to be uncomfortable about because everything outweighs it yeah so that's i guess how i came to be comfortable sure (laughs) you came to be dot 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 or period (laughs) put a period there uh okay i feel like should we should we just try to make him uncomfortable okay (laughs) how i don't know um that's what i usually try to do i know kind of anticlimactic okay sorry no it's okay no followers millions no we're gonna edit this and it's gonna be so climatic climactic because we're gonna just keep throwing things out (laughs) until something yes please do um okay why are you single why am i single oh that's the easy one um right now i guess practically okay there's layers okay (laughs) top layer i am so busy with life right now so i got new house okay for those of you homeowners you know how difficult that can be uh grad school okay shout out to all my grad school (laughs) teaching coaching okay and i usually teach coach like 12 hours a day like during the normal school day like more than the average teacher so that keeps me busy and then grad school um house owner and then um kind of helping take care 
slash raise uh, my 13 year old brother. So that's a lot of stuff. Um, I foresee my future, uh, depending on what the school year looks like. Teach coach 12 hours. So that puts me from six to six to four, six to six, whatever. You know, eat dinner maybe. Grad school for a couple hours. That takes me till about eight, eight, nine, and then bedtime, basically. So I personally feel that I want to dedicate time into a relationship, like into a person that they deserve it. I don't want to be like, oh, I only have an hour today to like dedicate to you. Like, mm-hmm. I feel I'm doing an injustice to them, you know. Um, so that's, like, my mindset is I haven't been seeking it out because I do want to, like, full send mm-hmm. if I do anything. You know, like, 100%. Like, if you're talking like, to I'm me, if you're in a relationship, <laughs> you are going to have, like, the uh, the best experience I can offer type of deal. <laughs> so if you, like bumped into someone on the street tomorrow and fell in love would you be like fell in love sorry i don't have the time (laughs) i fell in love (laughs) first sight well if that was the case emily uh, that would definitely be like a god thing if it was just like oh we're supposed to be in a relationship and then you would adjust your your priorities a little bit you know i'd probably because i've had to adjust priorities for grad school and for taking care of my brother Uh um because I stop uh, coaching soccer and I'll stop helping with some extracurricular things at the school mm-hmm. a little bit and cool. navigate there. So my priorities are adjustable. Uh, it's just right now, I should say, they are like that, how I described it. So earlier. if you fall in love at first sight, your brother's the first to go. <laughs> no. Well, bye. <laughs> bye grad school. <laughs> bye day job. <laughs> no. I think, he, I think he was uncomfortable for a second. Not <laughs> <laughs> even. Not the first to go. <laughs> I, that, I wouldn't cut things out like that. I would yeah. just slowly, like, you know, little slices of everything. Figure them out. <laughs> cut it out. Yeah. Have his new girlfriend go to grad school for him. <laughs> no, see, you know, that's manipulation. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably also a crime. <laughs> yeah, I need, the, I need the knowledge. But, yeah, that's mm-hmm. basically it. Okay, that didn't work. You, okay. an- you answered that super maturely and not uncomfortable at all. Um, I'm telling you, it's a little different. So, I don't know. Maybe this makes you uncomfortable, dudes. But, like, it sounds like you have, like, your life is, like, all together. You're doing all these things. Like, you put yourself in grad school. You're taking care of your students. You're coaching them. You're taking care of your brother. You've bought a house. Does it make you uncomfortable to have to depend on other people? Hmm. Sometimes, I guess, like, not uncomfortable. Like, if I have to depend on people, then I depend on people. Like, but I would prefer, yeah, that's a good question. I would prefer, like, to handle a lot of things on my own just because I can trust myself more. Um, But I have become better at depending on people. It doesn't. I can't think of it making me uncomfortable. Like, I felt like if I've needed help, I've asked for things. So, like, Nate, basically, if I'm in any problem, I just come to him and ask, like, hey, can you help me with this? Or can you pray? I've been really good at that, actually. Of, like, okay, I'm not doing well mentally. I'm not doing well spiritually. um, Or I'm not doing well with this sin in my life can you pray for me? Can you pray for me? And like actually reach out and bring those, 
the dependable issues out into the light. So I wouldn't say I'm uncomfortable doing that, if that makes sense. But I would prefer, yeah, me trying to figure everything out myself, like you said, Emily. Do you think, like, just growing up, did you have to take care of yourself a lot? Yeah. Is that where it comes from? Mm-hmm. Yep. Myself and my siblings. Basically, I've been taking care of all my siblings since I was 10, mm-hmm. 11. Yeah, so that's where it stems for sure. Are you trying to think of more things to make him uncomfortable? I think I have. I have something. Oh yes. Okay, we waited a minute. But it's not that. It's not that big. Okay. Um, maybe you guys can press into it more. Nate Ross has always been trying to set me up with people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that is a little uncomfortable. Back to it. Uh, blind dates. He's been trying to do that a couple times. <laughs> and yeah. Have you been a on little a little bit? Have you been on a blind no. date? Well. Not like fully blind. Not fully blind. Like not like the lights. Like are you saw her off. Instagram before or something or like, like were like her brother like introduced me to her. Was the date weird? No. It wasn't weird. We just got ice cream. Went for a walk. <laughs> but it is weird to be set up. It is weird to be set up and like to constantly trying to be set up by Nate. <laughs> yeah, that's why yeah. you said it. Con- like, like, Deuce is uncomfortable with the fact that I'm constantly shoving girls on him. Ask him about it. Yeah, it is What's a little... It? It's not like... I think because uncomfortable, what I think what Nate is thinking a little bit is like he doesn't like it. Like it, it It's more like a pet peeve in a little way mm-hmm. than like sure, whatever, you know. I feel that I put myself in situations where, like, going on a blind date wouldn't be that bad, but I'd prefer not, mm-hmm. just because my mindset is, like, I want to, like, develop a really great friendship, and then the mm-hmm. first date is gonna be, like, you I'm know, proposing. like, immaculate, oh. like, super immaculate, you know? Uh-huh. Like, okay, Everything from the lead up to the ask is going to be, like, great. And then Mm -hmm. the date's going to be great and follow Mm -hmm. up, all that stuff. I feel like you lose all that on a blind date. Mm. Like, there's no special ask. There's no... There's no meet cute. Wait. Yeah. Or the meet cute is the blind date, which is kind of fun. Yeah. I I don't know. That's my mindset behind it. So, that's... That's why, like, when Nate... And, like, I appreciate Nate, like, 100% all the time. And, like, he just wants me to, like, you know, get on to, like, next stages of life and and really thinks that, you know, I deserve someone out there for me, like, right now. But whatever. (laughs) That makes me uncomfortable (laughs) that Nate puts you on a lot of blind dates. He just he just tries, and I think you know I've told him about like past relationships or like flings, I guess if you call it. There's no good name for them, but uh, talking to like the beginning phases, I guess if you say when you're trying to start the friendship, uh-huh. and I think he just feels bad because they haven't all, like gone the greatest. Oh, and so like. I think that's part of it. Obviously, I don't know what, how he feels, but that's my guess. Mm-hmm. Huh. He's just he's just trying to give you a good experience with love. Yeah, I think so. Huh. I think so. 
He's a good man. For sure. Does the idea of, like, your perfect plan for finding, like, a partner not happening make you uncomfortable? I don't have a perfect plan of finding one. I have a, <laughs> sorry, I have a perfect like... execution of... <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Not finding one. Like, <laughs> finding is the key word. Don't twist it on me. <laughs> like, however she comes into my life, uh-huh. that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to go to church and I'm going to meet this girl and I'm going to, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't have, like, I don't care where mm-hmm. we meet or how I meet her. Like, mm-hmm. if it's a word of mouth and a blind date, sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way that I want to set up the first date I have, like, planned. And, like, the way that, like, I eventually want to propose, like, is semi-planned. Because, like, I want to make it the the best experience that she's ever going to have in her life. Like, even if I don't end up marrying the girl that I take on the first date, uh-huh. I want it to be, like, her to be treated like a gentleman and be, like, have the best first date until mm-hmm. her future husband ends up coming. But it's, like... Girls like you guys deserve to be treated super well by whoever you go on a date or you you know you meet. So it's like, why don't you put all your effort into making that happen, even if it's not someone you're gonna marry? That's my plan. No. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, 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 that makes sense. Okay, like I, you know. and but like you're just not gonna you're just not gonna seek it out until you're less busy. I'm not going to seek it out until, like, it's, like, okay, like, God wants me to pursue someone. Because it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like that's what he's calling me to. Mm. I feel like he wouldn't have let me get get a house, get accepted to grad school, you know, all these wonderful opportunities that God's put in my life. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, And then want to, like, not divert, but, like, reprioritize, Mm -hmm. you know. It doesn't seem like the most opportune time. In yeah. my opinion. Sure, sure. That could be argued, but mm-hmm. Yeah. Um okay. Really quickly though, doesn't don't you deserve to be treated super well? Like Oh, hundred percent, yeah. So like is it would you not like it if the, the girl like planned the perfect date for you or you're like Oh sure. That'd and be I don't think wonderful. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say I don't think it's like boy girl thing for you. I think you just like right. to be you wanna do like the whole thing yeah i think it's like a gesture i'm like huge into gestures okay you know um and you guys will find out more as like our friendship builds and stuff too (laughs) but like gestures are they it allows me to like put the time and energy into like the people i care about and so i want to like show that like obviously if that happens the other way you know that's great but I'm gonna outdo you. <laughs> That's kind of my <laughs> a threat. <laughs> competitive. Yeah, like a competitive thing. Mm-hmm. It's like a, in my opinion. I'll buy you your own house, uh, Nate Ross. I know you're listening to this. When Deuce gets a girlfriend, you have to send her this episode immediately <laughs> to hear him say to her, "I'm gonna outdo you." <laughs> Even that if it's like the, years from now. Yes. Yes. That's funny. But. You know, like, I kind of have that mindset, like, healthy competitiveness that allows you to take care of people. Mm -hmm. It's, I don't know, there's a psychological term for that, but, like, when students step in my classroom, my mindset, like, flips. Like, I'm going to be your best teacher. I'm going to care for you the best out Mm -hmm. of anyone in the school. 
-hmm. not because I need to put myself on a pedestal, but it's like, how are, how is anyone going to receive the best care possible if you're not trying to be the best, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, you Mm -hmm. know? So that's kind of the same mentality that would carry on into a relationship Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Nice. What's, what's the last thing you've done for the first time? The last, I bought a house. Ooh. Yeah, I bought a house. First time. First time. How was that? It was very stressful, especially with COVID. Uh, yeah. Just a lot of contact on the phone and virtual meetings mm-hmm. and a lot of e-documents and e-signatures. Mm-hmm. So that was a little stressful, and I never got to see the house before Ooh. I went, so that mm. was different. Oh, no. I had Nate and... The realtor, oh, okay. like FaceTime and stuff and pictures, oh. but mm-hmm. so that's a little different. How's it looking? It's okay. I'm not, I'm not super proud about it yet, but mm-hmm. it's just because there's a few things. But you'll see when you guys come over someday. Huh. It'll be perfect. You guys can be the judge. Oh, we'll judge it. Please do. <laughs> we have high we'll standards for homes. Yes, high standards. <laughs> well, the thing is, yeah, the the. The environment might not suit your fancy, but the way I host will be great. You guys will be wined and dined. Okay. I'm excited. How many? How big is it? it... Uh, It's a three bedroom, two and a half bath. Or one and a half bath. Very nice. Mm -hmm. It's got a garage Uh that I turned into a workout room. I was going to say you can just have another room if you wanted. Well, there's a shop that's connected to the garage. It's kind of like this. Yeah. Similar, but not as great. Oh. Um, not yet? Not yet. Mm-hmm. It's smaller. But it will be outdone. <laughs> eventually. Outdone. Mm-hmm. Than this? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> not you personally, but the person who did this. <laughs> I will make sure. <laughs> you yeah. didn't put the carpet in, did you? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Do you have an insult for the carpet? Insult? It's a little industrialized. Okay. Yeah. You know, you feel like you're at OSU in the classroom. True. Mm. Uh, do you have any unexpected, favorite unexpected good things to come from quarantine? Oh, yes. Okay. So, like I said, I got to spend a lot of time focusing on myself. Like, I, you know, I worked, I still worked probably about the same amount, but not being in like the, not having to go to school, mm-hmm. uh, like I could flex my time a little bit more. Yeah. And... So I got to focus on myself. I got to like do workouts. I got to, you know, start to work on my mental health a little bit more by like journaling and praying more often and spend a lot of time with my family. That was about three and a half to four months. That's the longest stretch of time I've been with my family. So that's been awesome watching my, it's like all my siblings, my uncle being help, able to help around the house mm-hmm. um, was great. Got to focus on grad school stuff, you mm-hmm. know. That was a month and a half process, uh, at least, to do that. And while I'm teaching, like, I don't have all that time to do that. So yeah, all those things, I was like, wow, those are actually really good things that came from this whole quarantine thing. Mm-hmm. And that I didn't really lose, like, a beat in, in like, my life, you yeah. know? Whereas, yeah, missing some of the school stuff. But overall, it's going to help make my future career better yeah Uh favorites favorites I I think I was I was more inclined to like reach out to 
friends like through text or through call or through email like people that I don't talk to as much so that's been fun over I have like redeveloped this calendar of like when to text people just to follow up and pray for them and stuff uh-huh. and so like every week or every other week or whatever mm-hmm. um, it may be like text this person pray for this person and that's something that I developed during quarantine which has been super beneficial because it's helped build relationships or help like continue to build relationships mm-hmm. and like you know knowing that like I can reach out to people for stuff too yeah that's it indeed okay anyone you want to thank lots of people to thank ah, if okay. I forget your name oh I love you <laughs> but first thank the host the wonderful host Ashley and Emily they're wonderful if you ever get a chance to be on the show or listen to more please do because they're awesome second what were you gonna say I was gonna say thank you Deuce for having me be on your rotating calendar of people to text and pray for (laughs) uh, and for recording with us today oh you're welcome it is my honor Yep, uh, Nate and the Rosses, they've, I mean, they've given me opportunities in Oregon that I couldn't have imagined, um, and just always been loving and being like that second family that I've always dreamed of having, the Cook family, uh, they're kind of like a spiritual family uh, for me, and you know, with the church starting up and everything, it's been great, and yeah, any, I guess, any of my other friends and family (laughs) too many to name uh you're just as important though and hope that you are listening all 10 of you maybe we'll see i'll send a link and see See what happens see them actually listen Uh, Uh well i don't know if more people are listening to podcasts now or less than before quarantine that would be more right. They, people want to hear your don't voice. You, don't more people that. are listening to ours now than oh, before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. You guys are changed. What, like 200 million? Yeah. Wow. I'm I can't right. believe you guessed it yeah. right the first time. Always. I'm good with numbers. <laughs> math. He's a math teacher. Well, math. I mean, I've been following you guys pretty strictly since, like, I... 200 million sounds right yeah i mean yeah and after nate like your numbers are always spiked after nate <laughs> they truly did they really did <laughs> this is so funny uh, I'm such a good promoter thank you donovan for being in the room as we recorded true 100 that's and, my brother yep mm-hmm. an excellent listener so quiet i was really impressed yeah thank you to my friends who just care and ask me how i'm doing because i care not because they want to make me uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. Yep. Shout out to those people. Shout out one time. That's all I got. That's all I got. Anything, anything else pressing you need to add? That's all. <laughs> Here's <laughs> the thing. <laughs>